the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. uncomfortable thought today as I was organizing my thoughts for the show and one of the areas of research that comes up frequently these days is the shifting narrative of the left on masks, the necessity for them, the continued demand uh, that children wear them in schools. We talked about it yesterday. I predicted this at least a month ago that the Patience of America was running thin, that Joe Biden needed a victory anywhere, that Omicron not being nearly as much of a threat to people's mortality as Delta or other strains of COVID was a victory lap if only the Biden administration would take it. And at that point, they weren't taking it. But I said, there'll be a time where they will enlist the help of their lying lackeys in the media to reposition the narrative on COVID, or at least on masks, and to say, well, we never said kids had to wear masks and don't hold us accountable for it. This would all be, of course, born out of their fear that there are enough things for you to hold them accountable for once the midterm elections come around. There's Afghanistan, and there's the southern border, and there's inflation. And by the way, inflation numbers out today. Inflation in January of this year, price the consumer price index up 7.2% over last January when Biden took office. That means, in simplest terms, if you have a product that you have found on the shelves, if you can still find it on the shelves, that is, of your local family dollar, a year ago, it cost a dollar. On average, this year it costs a dollar seven. A dollar seven. You say, well, that's not very much, Bruce. Well, when you look at cars, when you look at things you have to keep buying, this is an average, right? Some things are way up, not very many things are down. So uh, globally, they also measure inflation numbers. And. You know, they always say, like your parents always said, you are kind of the company you keep. You tell me if you would like to keep this kind of company when it comes to lifestyles. Here are the countries in the world that have higher inflation rates than we do. Poland, Russia, Brazil, Turkey, Argentina, and Venezuela. Would you like to trade your zip code for theirs? 
Uh, here are the countries. I don't have enough time in the show to list all the ones that are below us. Mexico, Spain, South Africa, New Zealand, India, Ireland, UK, Germany, Canada, Italy, Singapore, Sweden, South Korea, on and on and on. Less than us. So there you go. But I was pondering, you know, that toll at the polls, and I knew they were going to switch the narrative on COVID. And so we now have, like, Phil Murphy in New Jersey and in California. They're starting to establish target dates for the masks coming off. And and I've thought to myself, is the memory of America long-lasting enough for 10 months from now there to be a toll? No, excuse me, nine months from now. Creeping closer, Joe. Nine months from now, is there... A long enough lasting memory in America for there to be a toll. People remember the Democrats were the ones who kept kids in masks. I think the picture of Stacey Abrams, the uh, failed but not yet admitted failure as a Georgia gubernatorial candidate, uh, sitting on her uh, hefty haunches, unmasked in a schoolroom full of kids who are masked, is a powerful visual. And I think that's helped move the Democrats off their inane, non-science position that kids wear masks. But the CDC hasn't come around yet. Way to go, Rochelle. Walensky, you are a true fear-addled holdout. And so the White House hasn't quite yet uh, embraced it. But then I got to thinking, why would they be willing to suffer the continued risk of continued political collateral damage for keeping kids in masks. And this is the uncomfortable thought that I had. The uncomfortable thought that intersects with a bunch of other headlines today. The uncomfortable thought that I had that has brought me to the point where I have identified the proverbial hill I'm ready to die on. I am ready to die on the hill of loudly and forever exposing the damage of transgenderism and its impact on our kids. And I think it is at least worth consideration that the reason why kids are in many places still in masks, and the reason why the White House and people on the left are still insisting that some kids wear masks, and the reason why they made such a fuss over kids wearing masks, when none of the science, none of the numbers, none of the data supported it, is that they don't deny that it has a psychological impact on the kids. They like the outgrowth of the psychological impact on the kids. They're not going to say that out loud, I don't think, but they're getting more and more bold. They might sometime. Is it at least worth consideration that the reason they want the kids in masks is because they know it dehumanizes the kids. They know it psychologically damages the kids. They know it emotionally damages the kids because... A psychologically compromised, emotionally damaged, confused child is a much easier child to groom and to indoctrinate and to introduce to things that when you and I were growing up, if they were suggested to us by a teacher, 
we would have laughed in their face and we would have told our mom and dad and that teacher would have been summarily, immediately, irrevocably dismissed from their employment by the school board. But now we live in a much different time. We live in a time where we have well-funded by corporations and individuals and government grants organizations like the Kaleidoscope Youth Center that is invited into schools to extol the virtues of helping a child determine that though they were born a biological boy or girl, they are in fact, in their own reality, the opposite of the gender they were born. The Kaleidoscope Youth Center, which came into Hilliard-Davidson High School recently and gave a two-afternoon seminar to teachers, is funded to the tune of $1 million per year. They have a nice facility downtown in Columbus, and kids 12 to 20 can drop by there anytime they want to and get all the gender-affirming lies told to them that they want. Yesterday, there was a degree of attention paid to a advertisement from Adidas. It's a sports apparel company. They were advertising their uh, sports bra offerings, except they didn't use any pictures of even one sports bra. But they used repeated numerous pictures of women's breasts uncovered on social media. Softcore, maybe more than that, pornography, readily available to any kid with a phone in their hand. The pieces of all this, if not fit together, certainly have the pull of two magnets drawing each other closer. And I think there is a well-thought-out, purposed ideology behind it. We'll be discussing that today uh, next on The Bruce Woolley Show. The Canadian trucker convoy protests continues, and it continues to get results. Uh, We have uh, more and more provinces in Canada... Suspending their mask mandates, polls show that 54% of Canadians now favor the end of vaccine mandates. That is a 15% swing in two weeks. So the truckers are winning. And one of the reasons why they're winning is because of the heavy-handed response of the Canadian government. The video of the 78-year-old grandfather, great-grandfather being thrown around by an Ottawa policeman being handcuffed and perp-walked away. Powerful images. The videos of police confiscating firewood so the truckers can't build fires and stay warm. The videos of police confiscating gas. Inherent in the human mind is the ability to recognize that you can't say you're concerned about kids being in cold truck cabs if you're taking away the gas that would heat the cabs or you're taking away the firewood that would build the fire to keep the kids warm. 
So uh, the truckers are winning. Now, they have shut down two bridges leading from Windsor into Detroit. And this has forced at least one auto plant to shut down because people can't get to work. And because they can't ship stuff across the bridge. The Blue Water Bridge and the uh, Ambassador Bridge have been severely compromised by the trucker convoy. I hope this comes to the U.S. I hope they fill Washington, D.C. with these trucks. I don't care if they fill Columbus, Ohio with these trucks. I don't care if I get stuck on I-70 because it looks like a party I'd want to be a part of because it's about freedom. It's about liberty. It's about personal autonomy. And as I assess these headlines every single day and as I bring them to you here on The Answer, I'm realizing that a phrase that was taught to me during a leadership training that I love, and I would highly recommend it, transformational leadership. In that training, they say, everything is connected to everything. And as I look at the headlines of today, everything is connected to everything. I was talking about mask mandates and COVID, and I think our COVID response has been driven by people who have nefarious goals. And I think the most nefarious goal of the left right now is to steal our kids away from us. If they can't steal them physically away from us, and they're doing it in some places. I read a stomach-churning story yesterday of a court case in California where a dad, two boys, wife, marriage splits up, she goes off the transgender advocacy deep end, dad ends up in court with a judge who he can tell by the questions the judge is asking He's going to take my son away from me. He's going to restrict or eliminate my ability to visit my son. And the judge did. The dad can't have anything to do with the son. And then the dad finds out that the judge on the judge's social media has a son who has transitioned to a girl, and the judge is all about it. Did that father get a fair trial? No. Should that judge be disbarred? Yes. Should that judge have recused himself? Yes. Did they? No, of course not. Is anything being done about it? No, of course not. It's California. So they're trying to take our kids away from us physically, and in the areas where they can't take them away from us physically, and they're not going to stop trying, they're trying to take their minds away from us. They're trying to reprogram and indoctrinate our kids, and we see it right here. I've read you the story this week of the Hilliard-Davidson Seminar by Kaleidoscope Youth Center. This Kaleidoscope Youth Center, I did a little research on them today because, you know, for the third straight day, by the way, um, the Hilliard School's spokesperson has not returned my call about how much did you pay for this seminar? Were the teachers given an opt-out? Will there be an alternative seminar led by someone who refutes what the Kaleidoscope Youth Center person said? And how do you select these people in the first place? No answer to that for three consecutive days. Hilliard PTO, did you know about that? Hilliard Parent Organizations, did you know about that? So where does the money come from for Kaleidoscope Youth Center, which exists solely on its own materials? I'm reading right from its own materials. The Kaleidoscope Youth Center is open weekdays for youth ages 12 to 20 as a safer and affirming space for LGBTQIA+. Bonus points if you can tell me what anything after Q stands for in there. 
uh, youth and their allies. Our programming primarily focuses on social activities, discussions, leadership development, life skills, mutual support, as well as health and wellness education. Boy, that's a euphemism, word salad. Where's their funding come from, and how well are they funded? Well, the Kaleidoscope Youth Center has has a $930,000 annual budget. Grants from the government, three hundred grand. Direct contributions, two fifty nine thousand. Grants from private foundations, that would be your most likely corporations like uh, Target and maybe Nationwide Children's Hospital, maybe the Wexner Foundation. Private grants, two hundred thirteen grand. Corporate grants, seventy five grand. What kind of income does the Kaleidoscope Youth Center bring in here? Thirty seven thousand dollars in income they bring in. 37000 but their budget is 30 times that. What, well, maybe they get a lot of fundraising, Bruce. Third-party fundraising. So they hire somebody to call you and get you to give to them by most likely telling you a lie about what they really do. Third-party fundraising brings in twenty eight grand, Not very much. Earned income. <laughs> Earned income. Okay, well, here we go. 19000 So this place ought to have a budget of about eighty grand. Their budget is in excess of 10 times that because I think they're allowed to exist in the darkness and people don't call them out. I'm going to start calling them out. I'm going to start calling out transgenderism and transgender indoctrination every day. This is the hill I'm going to die on because I'm in total agreement with Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire, who yesterday spoke, last night spoke at Texas A&M University, and the transgender activists plotted a big walk out from his speech. They were going to disrupt his speech. And thankfully, there was somebody on that campus who got wind of the plan, gave Walsh the plan. He mocked it on his podcast yesterday, or rather two days ago. And only one, only one transgender person showed up to protest. And he didn't even, even really protest. He just said, I don't know why people are so upset by what you say. I'm not upset by what you say. So what does that tell us? What does that tell us? we got a university, Texas A&M. They've got this big plan for how they're going to disrupt Matt Walsh's speech. And then he shines the light on it by just saying what they're going to do. And he says, bring it. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. Just come on. Just be civil. I'll be happy to address your questions. And so when the light's on, the rats run. When When the light's on, the vermin flee. Why? Because they know their ideas don't stand up to the light of day. I agree. He says, gender ideology is the most severe and extreme attack on truth in our lifetimes and possibly in the history of mankind. He is right. He is absolutely right. So what did this Adidas ad yesterday do, and what did it say, and what is its agenda? We'll discuss next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.